Hey bunnies, welcome to another Naked Sunday video if you're watching here on YouTube. If you are listening on your favorite podcast listening app, welcome to another episode of Naked Sunday, the podcast. Before we begin, go ahead and grab yourself a drink. What I'm drinking is vodka and ginger ale. So pause this video if you need to, grab your drink, come back, and let's talk. So, for this video, I want to talk about drunk head, giving head while drunk, okay? Now, I do have a video up already on drunk sex. This is kind of teetering into that, but we're focusing on cunnilingus and fellatio. I want to focus mainly on, I just said cunnilingus and fellatio, but <laughs> the fellatio aspect of it all. When drunk, right, and giving head, it can be very memorable, it can be very sloppy, it can also be one of the best experiences ever for the receiving party okay when you are intoxicated you are more free you're more liberated you're more willing to try different things when you're drinking and you're giving a blowjob you're more likely to be able to receive more of your partner deep down your throat so deep throating becomes easier, right? That's one thing. We love that for us. The next thing that becomes easier is making it super wet. Because you're deep throating, you're creating a lot of saliva, right? Unlike when you're smoking, your mouth doesn't get as dry as when you drink. So it does become very sloppy. Now, this can also cause you to have a more, a more, I, not relaxed gag reflex, but like a more active. <laughs> it's more likely for you to throw up on your partner when you're drinking, when you're drunk, than not. Okay? So keep that in mind as well and figure out, understand, learn, I guess, if your partner is into that, if they don't mind some throw up <laughs> on them. What I will also say is if you do happen to throw up, you're more likely to not stop. You're more likely to continue doing what you're doing because if you do genuinely enjoy performing, if you enjoy pleasing your partner, if you enjoy making sure that they're satisfied and fulfilled and happy, then you are going to keep on going. When you are drunk and giving head, it's also more likely that you're going to be less in control of your mouth and you might end up scratching your partner with your teeth. So you have to be mindful of that as well. This is why <laughs> you want to make sure that you're doing this with someone that you trust, who trusts you, who know that 
you you're not intentionally trying to hurt them and know that they won't try to hurt you in like quote-unquote retaliation okay when giving head when drunk I recommend doing it in a large enough space um, if you're going to do it in a car it's going to be more uncomfortable for you like you can still get the job done obviously but you're more comfortable in a space where you have room to position yourself so that you're comfortable while you're performing okay while giving a blowjob let me specify while giving a blowjob it will be easier for you to make sure that your partner has an orgasm from head if you've never made them come from head before while you're drunk it's going to be a lot easier because you are so much more relaxed right you care less about your nose running you care less about what your hair is doing you care less about what they're thinking about while you're down there if you're self-conscious and always in your head you're caring a lot less about these little trivial things so that your performance is more top tier i'm not saying do this every single time you want to suck some dick okay that's not what i'm saying at all but if you just so happen to be drunk and you are performing those are a few of the benefits okay okay if your partner happens to have a larger member prepare to wake up the next day with a sore throat because again you're taking in more than what you normally take in you're doing more than what you normally do you are entirely more relaxed so in when you would normally stop yourself from doing certain things or going to certain levels or whatever the case is you're now just doing it you're more, you're now just taking everything in and enjoying the experience when giving a blowjob while drunk from my personal experience like i said initially it's a lot easier to make them come from head because you are more aggressive in a sense right and unless your partner does not like it too hard right which if you really think about it you could get too hard you could that can be seen as a, a downside to it because you're so in your own world doing your own thing you're not realizing that you're probably squeezing too hard or you're sucking too hard or you're on his balls too much or something you're you're overdoing something because you're so like in the zone right so you have to it's going to not not only have discomfort for you the next day but possibly also for your partner the next day now when it comes to performing cunnilingus that's you giving your girl head okay this one I feel like is entirely easier than sucking dick no 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 this one I know <laughs> is entirely easier than sucking dick if you enjoy going down on your girl you're going to extra enjoy doing it while you're drunk 
okay? She's going to extra enjoy it while you're drunk, okay? This is going to be her opportunity to relax while you literally devour her. The last time though that I gave a girl a head while I was drunk, um, damn. <laughs> oh goodness. It was such a long time ago. I really don't know. <laughs> it was such a long time ago. Um, geez. Okay, so let's go with most memorable because the last time, oof, I don't know, sis, but <laughs> most memorable, most memorable, she squirts on my face. Yeah. I still don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> like, y'all can have it. Like, if that's your thing, that's your thing. But she squirted and I moved because my fingers were in her as well. So I moved and, and then just kept doing this. So I'm not a fan of like fluids. <laughs> of that nature like you know but I, I was happy for sis I'm glad, <laughs> I'm glad I was able to do that for her um yeah if you're on the receiving end if you're drunk and on the receiving end off uh of what am I trying to say if you're drunk <laughs> on the receiving end of receiving cunnilingus it's again a top tier experience right you're now laying there you're or sitting on their face with zero inhibitions truly like you're so relaxed you're 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 allowing your body to just do whatever right it's also the time where you probably want to experiment with another girl this is the moment where all your deepest darkest desires want to come to fruition like a few of my experiences with girls have been while they're intoxicated like and I like <laughs> all pervy shit aside <laughs> right because it's not me approaching them and taking advantage. It's literally all of us hanging out. They know I like girls and they will... The only time they'll want to experiment or to try me is when they're intoxicated. Because they want to laser blame it on alcohol. Right? So all pervy shit aside, <laughs> when you're intoxicated, you're more likely to do things and try things that you wouldn't when you're sober. So more on the precipice, I guess, <laughs> of receiving a head while you're drunk for the people with a penis. If your partner isn't also intoxicated, if your partner isn't the quote-unquote freaky type or the quote-unquote throat goat, 
while you are intoxicated you cannot expect them your partner to just be willing to open wide and receive you that's not how it works right and it's the same thing with people with a vagina you cannot just sit on your person's face and expect them to fulfill your deepest darkest if they're not naturally that person right and this is where a lot of issues can arise within your relationship if at one point in time they were hypersexual and then all of a sudden they're not discussions need to be had and this is where we're going to get a little bit deeper with the conversation right when you're sober if the sex is lackluster you getting intoxicated is not going to make the sex any better if your person isn't also intoxicated for one right and for two if your person isn't sexually attracted to you or if you're not sexually attracted to your person or whatever the case is then it's highly unlikely the sex is going to be good there either like the sex is highly more likely to happen it's highly more likely to be better than it usually is but it doesn't guarantee that it's going to be knock your socks off rock your world type of sex if the connection isn't there feel me it could be you meeting someone in a bar for the first time and having that connection initially you're both you know intoxicated you have a moment fine that's one thing but if you've been involved with this person for a very long time and everything has just been going downhill or is it uphill which one is the bad one uphill or downhill I don't know it's a struggle right it's a struggle if you're going downhill it's a struggle to draw breaks if you're going uphill it's a struggle to climb you too need to make sure that you're having regular check-ins with each other to see where you two are emotionally mentally all of that you too need to make sure that you're having conversations throughout the day and i say this all the time you two need to be flirting with each other non-stop you two need to be having talks about sex you two need should be watching porn together you two should be talking about fantasies if you're into opening your relationship and inviting other people in talk about people who you find attractive things that you like about them things you don't like things you want to try things that you would try things that you have tried you two need to make sure that you're both on the same page with anything and everything you two need to make sure that you guys are on top of your game as far as your relationship goes to be able to experience the best head on both ends the best sex on both ends the best everything like literally everything communication will solve literally all of your problems like proper communication like deep 
communication, uncomfortable conversations, but you also have to be able to listen to your person and understand where they're coming from so that you both can come to some sort of conclusion or resolution when it comes to your relationship. Because if I'm saying I'm unhappy with XYZ and you're gonna say, well, I'm unhappy because da 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 da, and neither one of you are hearing why you're unhappy, but you're just coming with rebuttals, then it's not going to work. If one person is talking, you need to listen receive what they're saying try to understand what they're saying and then you can proceed to speak and say what you feel and how you feel but if you're going to rebut everything that they say every time they open their mouth then you're going to continuously have a problem then communication is no longer the issue it's comprehension because you're not comprehending you're not understanding what your partner is trying to give to you what your partner is trying to say to you you're not receiving it the way that you're supposed to and that's when your sex life will dwindle that's when your when other aspects in the relationship will start to dwindle okay but back to the fun stuff <laughs> when it comes to giving head while you're drunk it's quite the experience okay it's quite the oh my gosh I didn't know that I could do that okay when it comes to receiving head from a drunk person receiving head from a drunk person while you are sober it could be a lot it could <laughs> it could now that I think about it it could very much be a lot it could be like what are you doing it could be like oh my gosh no it could be like yo you're doing too much especially if you are not that type of person if you're not that type of person receiving head from somebody who is drunk while you're sober can be catastrophic in the same sense that giving head to someone while they're sober could be catastrophic because they could easily just like shove you out of the way like stop what are you doing oh i didn't even think about that oh my goodness so this again is why you two need to make sure that you're on the same page emotionally, mentally, sexually, all of that. Because if you aren't, it could really and truly be like high key detrimental to your relationship. Truly, because you being drunk while they're sober, they could find you the most annoying person in the world. Like, you do not touch me. while I give great advice right um, make sure that you and your person are on the same wavelength make sure that you and your person communicate make sure that you and your person you know have the fundamentals mapped out so that you don't run into hiccups like these you don't run into being shoved in the face or being pushed away or being like ill like yeah <laughs> 
All right, I think I've covered enough. I really do. If you feel like I should have mentioned something that I did not mention, leave it in the comment section below. If you feel like you want to ask me something that you're too embarrassed to ask, find me on Instagram. I go by kissyface454, search any of the socials for that. My direct IG is at kissyface, K-I-S-S-Y-F-V-C-E. I respond to any and all DMs once you're not rude or disrespectful. Thank you guys so much for watching. Thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for following. Thank you for downloading. <laughs> Until next time, peace sign and kissy face. If you made it to the end, thumbs up this video and share it with your friends. Yay. <laughs> Bye.